Hey folks, I'm Vince. And I'm Tom. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you might understand. But that you probably won't and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. And we hope you are more entertained than confused by our little switcheroo there. What the? In case you didn't know, usually Tom starts that (laughs) off and I start that off. Which is a good reminder for all of our listeners, you may or may not know, everything that we do in this show is improvised. That's right. We don't plan a gosh darn thing. Yeah, I don't know why people thought that we had time to write a 25-minute script once a week. but uh, And sometimes it's 27 minutes. Sometimes yeah. it's 21. It's varied. My God. We just want to keep you on your toes. That's what this is all about. That's right. That is what this is all about. And today... Tell them what we're drinking, Tom. We're drinking a beer that, as the the brewers themselves say, doesn't quite fit in. Huh! And it's got the same name as you, you dingus. It's called Vinny. It's called Vinny. Hey, not my cousin, my beer. Yeah, weirdly, it's not Italian at all. It's it's more of a, a Bavarian amber. It's more of a, a German variety. You sound Italian. <laughs> this is Christoph Waltz trying to do an Italian accent. <laughs> anyway, so let's, let's get back on track. Yes, we're drinking Vinny today, which comes from our good friends at Bold Dog Beer Company right here in Chicago. They do great work. They're great people. I uh, actually had the opportunity to speak with Sherry briefly at a uh, I, over in Wrigley. There was a little Friday night flights. Couldn't have been nicer. Loved every second of it. And... I've loved what we've had from them, which was sunny. I love bold dog. I love bulldogs. And how could I not love one that's named? <laughs> After you. After me. Right. And for those who don't know what Vince is referencing, we tried Sunny, which is another one of their beers. Their theme is that they name all of their beers after bulldogs. So let me get this description going here. The type here is a Bavarian Amber. And the description reads as such. Dedicated to Vinny, a.k.a. Young Vincent, a.k.a. Brown Dog. Yeah. Lots of a.k.a.s in there. This beer was a happy accident, not like the ones he leaves on the carpet. The dog, not me. (laughs) This malt forward beer was an experiment from playing with different German yeasts. And much like Vinny, the beer doesn't quite fit in. Not quite a Munich Dunkel and not quite a Dunkel Weiss. It still holds a special place in our hearts. So, what are your thoughts on that? What are what can we expect? Well, into this. Well, first of all, I love the. I just love this company in general. Their tone is incredible, right up my alley. I enjoy a little sass in my in my personal life. A little sass. Um, as far as the beer itself. We've tried some amber ales on the show, but they've usually been of the American variety. This is a Bavarian amber. So we're going to have some, some, some German tastes. That's right. And this is a perfect time of year for what this description seems to be hinting at. So we got not quite a Dunkel and not quite a Dunkel Weiss. Dunkel is a darker brown beer malt forward. Right. Dunkel is German for dark. Uh, right. <laughs> and a Dunkel Weiss is just a, a, a darker wheat, which <laughs> Weiss is wheat and Dunkel is dark. So they're very literal people, the Germans. 
And I, to be honest, if I'm being fully honest with you, I've had this before because you don't go into a bottle shop, see a beer named Vinny as a Vince, a Vincent, a young Vincent. Right. And walk out of there without it. Now they just need to make a beer called Tommy, and I'm all the way in. I bet they've got one of those. <laughs> There's got to be one literally brewing as we speak. <laughs> um, but yes, I, I'm i ready to, to dive into this. I'm pretty excited. Let's crack it. All right. Cheers, Vin. Cheers, Vinny. Tom. Hey, Tommy. All right. Not bad. It smells good. Yep, it's got that amber smell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Love it. Yeah, solid. Very okay. solid. It's been a while since I've had it, so it's good to have good to have this taste here going. I will also just note that the can itself, quite delightful. It's a bulldog wearing what appears to be like a German uh, fedora with a feather in it. Yeah, the... the... I believe the German word is Santiago, <laughs> which, of course, is German for... A whale's vagina. Okay. All right. All right. We're not going. Why are we going there immediately? So uh, this is, this, they, they kind of nailed it. It doesn't really fit in. It's not quite the ambrails that we've had. It's a little more, a little maltier, a little richer. I yeah. like it. I, I, it feels like it's in the middle, and it's very, very tasty. I'll be interested to see the color. I have a feeling it's going to be a little more brown than it is, uh, darker brown than it is amber, but... Yeah, this reminds me very, very much of Lagertown Oktoberfest, a beer that we also had on the show. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It, it feels a little, like, roastier and maltier than that. I would agree with that. Yeah. But it's in the same family, if you will. You could say it's maybe a My Cousin Vinny of uh, Oh, my God. Are we going to talk My Cousin Vinny? Because there's obviously Marissa Tomei, flawless. Yeah. I can't believe she's Aunt May. I mean, what how, What a plot twist. Listen, I don't want to go there, but I'm going to go there. Marissa Tomei is ageless. Go there. I went I there. Be, That's I all I was going to say. I went yeah. there. You know? Yeah. She's like 50 now. Do you believe that? I would believe it. She's she's a smoking hot 50-year-old. She's fantastic. Let's, let's not throw her acting ability out. She was phenomenal in uh, Crazy Stupid Love. Oh my god. She's great. Great. Everything I've seen her in, she's been very good in. But one question that I want to I want to go is so my cousin Vinny, Vinny is a popular, you know, Italian name. It's, right. it's short. We noticed that uh, young Vincent here, Vinny has a lot of AKAs and being Italian, you know, Vinny kind of mobbish. What would your mob name be, Tom? Well, I also grew up with a lot of nicknames myself, and our family was known for giving out several nicknames. So my nickname was T-Bone. T-Bone. Yeah. Is that your mob nickname? You're in the mob. What are they calling you? And then, you know, maybe we'll throw a backstory in there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, T-Bone would, would naturally kind of roll off the tongue. You know, I feel like there's a lot of, like, Tommy something, you know, like Tommy Two-Tone, for example. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, like, if I, like, committed a big crime, they, hey, what do you know? It's Tommy Guns over here. Tommy Guns is a good one. Right. Or, yeah. you know, like, Two-Faced Tommy or something, like, kind of nefarious. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So those would be ones that would come to my mind. But, you know, my screen name growing up was, was T-Bone McGill 713. So. McGill. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, you want to be Irish as well? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I also am Irish, you so... absolutely lived on McGill Street. Yeah, well, I, I think that it came from when we called... They called me T-Bone McGillicuddy, which apparently oh, was a geez. real guy. 
Okay, but fair enough. How do you feel about just the distinction of the, the term Vinny? Do people in your life call you Vinny? Yeah, it's one of those things that, um, you know, I, I didn't like for a long time because it's hard to tell when people are yeah. making fun of you versus wanting to actually do it. So it's something you got to earn for sure. My cousin, he started calling me Vinny. My cousin Vinny. Just yeah, literally. Yeah. When, and I would go up to Michigan State and hang out with him and his buddies. Oh, and, you probably didn't like that. Well, no. They were like, this is your cousin? So this is your cousin Vinny. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Yeah, it is. It's just too obvious. We're going to call you Pesci instead. I was like, there there you go. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That didn't stick. But um, yeah, I, I, to be honest, it's a great name. It's a great, it's a great name for... I guess nicknames in general. I mean, I was the reason I asked you the mob question is because I had the thought the other day, and so I've been thinking about it too. And uh, you know, we could go like there's the obvious like Vinny Vegas. Oh my gosh, you know, right? He loves Vegas, and then there's it, most of them are Vinny Vinny Venmo. I only conduct my business over Venmo. Well, if you were if you were in the movie Casino, you could be Sin City Vinny. Sin City Vinny, I like that. Here's one right. that I thought was a little a sleeper. Ten Cent Vincent. Oh, how about that? That's good. Yeah. Also, that just jogged my memory about a very strange part of my childhood. My youngest brother is named John. But when I was in kindergarten, before he was born, I was obsessed with wanting him to be named Vincent. because. Get, how have you never told me this? I have, well, because there was a kid in my class who convinced me that that was a great name. Because his name was also Vincent. And I... <laughs> told my mom like every day i'm like all right we're gonna name him vincent right like as if i was gonna have a say in the decision and literally when he was born i was like ready to you know be coronated to meet young vincent and my mom just very calmly said we're gonna be calling him john (laughs) vincent was never on the table and it was a it was a good lesson for me at the age of five also my brother is born one day before me, almost five years later. So we were back to back birthdays. Interesting. My brother is a week exactly after mine, twentieth, twenty seventh. Yeah. The year later. Okay. So that's a big month for you. Oh, September is a huge month for me. I, my cousin has the exact same birthday yeah. as me. My grandpa did too. It's a whole deal. It's all yeah. September. All September, all the time. Arguably the best month of the year. But, I agree. I mean, to get to get to what this beer how it makes me feel and and what kind of pop cultural reference I could give it. I'm trying to think here and I'm going to go with like uh, those Jay-Z Linkin Park (laughs) mashups. All right. Now hear me out. You just alienated all of Generation Z, but let's, let's keep going. (laughs) Well, for Generation Z, if you haven't heard them, I highly recommend. There was a band called Linkin Park. They were great too, but throw on encore. Slash no. Do you want more? Yeah. So, and part of that is, I feel like Linkin Park always played with this edge, right? They wanted to be very, very edgy. Um, But it was just kind of tough. Tough. And then you introduced Jay-Z into the mix, and he automatically, those mashups, they automatically made them, gave them sort of the credibility they needed to have that edge. So, just like Vinny is not, you know... Uh, Dunkel, not Dunkel Vice. It's somewhere in the middle here. It's not rap. It's not uh, rock. What? Not rock. I don't even know if you would classify. It Lincoln would be Park. considered like new rock. Like new with a U. Lincoln Park by itself is already hard enough to classify. But 
you kind of see what they're going for. And then you add into the mix here, Jay-Z providing that edge and also just mastering those tracks beautifully. And you get a really, really delightful Collision Course album, <laughs> as it's I think, called. I think I, I would just take it a full step further and say that this beer is as enjoyable as the mashups that we're familiar with, like the Super Mash yeah. Bros, Girl yeah. Talk, stuff that... You know, when you're young, you're kind of like enthralled with because it's it's combining so many different eras of music. And this is, as they say themselves, it's hard to quantify. And it's hard to quantify like what genre is a, is mashup? Is it just like generic party music, or is it just like an indescribable blend of all genres? And why does it need to be classified? Why can't it just be good? Yeah. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. But I do have an answer for this. We're going to be drinking this out of the glass oh, right now. Uh, what is? What are we going to do next? Jeopardy. Jeopardy. <laughs> Double Jeopardy. Boy. Who is that guy that, uh, oh, was it something Richards who got fired? Oh, God. Yeah, Mike Richards. <laughs> Mike Richards. Who tried, to, who tried to rig it so that okay. he could be the only candidate. Okay, so... <laughs> I came into that late. I didn't follow all the drama about who's yeah. going to replace Trebek. And so I'm hearing Mike Richards, and they're like, people are going nuts. Oh. I'm like, and I'm thinking Michael Richards. And I'm like, of course people are going Welcome nuts. Welcome to Jeopardy! <laughs> oh, hey. Whoa. You, you got to answer in a question. Gideon. This capital is known for its apostrophes. And then that weird, like, creepy smile that that's just the, just the right. top front teeth you know his energy is far too manic for that can show. you the, going from trebek to, <laughs> to, Michael Michael to, to kramer <laughs> hey contestants he just like slides in and goes whoa, whoa. <laughs> um well while we've been doing michael richards impressions we've poured these into our our fine glasses here and it is it is a darker uh appearing it's not flavor. as amber it's not amber it's actually lighter than i than an amber would be Right, it's it's but it's still like, like it'd be a dark brown. It's darker than like a, a oh. lager would be. Yeah, of course. Let's give it a try. Oh, I actually like that more out of. The I was about to say, I agree. Glass than the can. Interesting. I do like it more. Ooh, I'd love to try this on tap. I have to say, uh, not to disparage this this gamut we do, but it's been a long time since I like felt a noticeable change between can and glass, and this is. Probably the biggest one I've had in several episodes. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. It has been. Uh, and it's the first one. I have noticed some in the, some minor changes over the last maybe like six to eight episodes. But it's weirdly been I prefer it out of the can, you know, for most yeah. of them. And I think it's more the aromatic ones, which is why I was kind of surprised um, that, you know, when we've done some of these sours, I think a couple of the ones we've done... I haven't noticed that they're any better out of the glass, which yeah. is weird because that's uh, we're working theories right and left here. We can't figure it out, folks. It could just be our <clears throat> mind playing tricks. We don't know. Right. All I know is this is delightful. And uh, maybe I'll take it out of the can right here. I left a little in there and see if there's any real difference. <laughs> I, I did as well. I didn't I didn't want to go. Oh, it's better. I didn't want to go the Anchorman route at the top, but, but since we brought it up. Oh my God! It's, I mean, how much? Are you kidding me? How, how much? How far do you want to go down this rabbit hole? Because I feel what like rabbit hole? How? Why are we going Anchorman? Explain to me this how is, Anchorman's here. This is why Anchorman popped into my head. 
Anchorman is one of the most classic comedies, maybe the defining comedy of our our lifetime. And that's a bold take. It's a bold take. We've Ooh. talked about Step Brothers as well, also starring Will Ferrell. Good thing but we're drinking Bold Dog beer. I think just like the energy we brought in from the beginning of this episode reminded me of the first time I ever saw Anchorman, which I, I did see in a movie theater. I don't know if you've had that experience. I'll, I'll, honestly, Ironically, I'll give you a medal. I saw it on my birthday. I was my 12th birthday. Wow. 2004. So your brother saw it the day before his birthday. <laughs> he was not allowed to go. He was only seven. Makes sense. But I just remember walking in like ready to, to laugh and laughing pretty much nonstop from the minute the movie started until it ended. And this beer just, it just seemed like an old friend from the second, like I saw the can at the Interesting. store. So that's why I thought about Anchorman because it's been beaten to death. Like I, we all grew up just hearing the quotes over and over again, but we sort of take it for granted that it was like a defining game changing comedy. Interesting. Okay, I like that. That's fair. I can that respect fair? that. Yeah, I can absolutely respect that. Uh, speaking of though, like Anchorman, sort of, it didn't. It didn't fit. Is another way to. It didn't fit into like people when you thought about what a comedy was and what it could be an ensemble type deal. It was never. Well, yeah, let's make it about a news team. That was never like a. That was a weird. thing If you to were just do. to describe the plot of the movie without knowing anything else, you would be like. That seems like a drama. Like, a guy yes. who has a fall from grace in a newsroom gets usurped by a woman he's dating and then, like, disappears. It's one of those things right. that uh, it would start as a comedy. It would hit the desk of somebody and they go, right. wait a minute, this has legs. And we could win an Oscar if we go drama. We gotta go drama. But it didn't. Instead, it's a movie of 90% one-liners and 10% plot. And so to, to think about that and to think about everything we know about this beer and how it doesn't quite fit in, what is – describe for me a, an actor or actress that did not fit, was the odd person out in a movie. You're like, wait a minute. What the heck are you doing here? Uh, Russell Crowe and Les Mis. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's a very good one. Holy cow. That's a very good yeah. one. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, for me, it was... Have you, do you watch Sex Education at all? No. Show on Netflix, watching Jason Isaacs, however his name is, yeah. Draco Malfoy's dad, Lucius Malfoy, show up in this show that has been carried, for the most part, by... They may, they're, they're now known, but unknown actors... Uh, Gillian Anderson, Gillian Anderson, however yeah. you say it, is in there. She's the big, uh, the big name there. Right. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of it's a bunch of British actors and actresses that nobody had heard yeah. of. And then we're here, and we're in season three, I think, season three, and whap, here we are. We're talking uh, Jason Isaacs. That's a heavy hitter. Go to if you've ever seen you, the show you. John Stamos is in season two. One season one. People say I look like the guy from you. Is that accurate? Oh man, I can see a little bit. I don't like that though. But it's I can not good. You're gonna hate this even more because the only reason I can see it is because there's a light behind you, and so there's shadow on <laughs> like three quarters of your face, and that's when I see it. Okay, that's not. We don't want that. Getting, no, getting around. No, I'll no, give no. you one more uh, bonus one for people that didn't belong. Ed Sheeran is a cameo in Game of Thrones. That I didn't even notice that, him. That took me out of that so hard. Yeah. And he's literally, like, he's introduced as, like, a singing bard on a trail. 
And it's like, why don't you just sing, you know, why don't you just sing Shape of You? You might as well do that if you're going to fucking do bloop, that shit. Bloop, 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 bloop. Also, I can say this because I, I doubt she listens to the show, but I predicted live at my friend's wedding that she was going to come out to Perfect as the first dance song. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I can tell you because I don't think he's listening either, but... Uh, the dance, the first, the mother-son dance yeah. at a friend of mine's wedding was at one point going to be My Wish by Rascal <laughs> Flatts. Come on! Which, if you listen to the lyrics, totally makes sense. The only issue I had with it is all I could think about was the sports center yeah, the- when they did like the make a wish for the kids and it was my wish and i'm like you're gonna come what out if, to the make like a while wish. they were dancing like a kid in a wheelchair wearing like a, a russell wilson jersey just rolled out was like my last wish was to see a mother and son have a sentimental yeah, except, moment on the dance floor. except it wouldn't be that it'd be the kid in the russell wilson thing going where the fuck is russell why am i not breaking down the team this is <laughs> this is bull Look at what you've done to us, Vinny. I'm talking about the beer. We are unhinged. We're unhinged in the best way. I'm ready to rate this bad boy. I am too. Why don't you start? I'm ready to give it a nice solid 3.75. Okay. Out of five Vinces. 3.75 Vinces out of five Vinces. There's three quarters of me in this beer. All right. I'm going to give it a four out of five Toms. Wow. I'm going to match my rating of Sonny. We had a great time with Sonny. We had... Probably just as good, if not better, with time with with Vinny. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just it doesn't feel like it wants to go any higher than a four to me. It feels like Vinny's unsure, which I can relate to. Vinny seems honestly like a beer. If it was a person, you would like give it a compliment. It'll mean you'd be like, "Yeah, how's your mother?" Just like give you one of those little digs. What? Yeah. No. That's how I feel about Vinny. Interesting. Yeah. No, I if if you gave Vinny a compliment, he'd be like. Excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> like, like that's it. And he'd be like, "How do I respond to that?" On the one hand, he's not wrong, but yeah. do I deserve that? Yeah, you deserve it, Vinny. So you think he would You're have an existential beer. crisis in the bathroom? Not a right? full existential crisis. Okay. You know, it's not like we're not going to have to call in a, a shrink or anything. It'd be like a two-minute thing. He'll solve and walk out and be like, "Great, <laughs> hey." That thing where the, whoever says the compliment forgets they said it, and then he walks out and goes, "Hey." Thanks. And they're like, what the fuck was that about? I don't know how we're going to describe this episode to people, but I, I had a great time with it. I think we're going to describe it the same way that this beer was described <laughs> to us. Doesn't quite, doesn't fit, quite in. fit in. Great but, work by Bulldog. Yes. Per usual. Really enjoyed this. Yeah, and I and I hope to meet uh, Sherry and Jerome as well at some point since you've had the pleasure but thank you all for, for listening. Please make sure to subscribe, rate, and review our show. And pick up pick up a four-pack of Vinny if you need to. If, you, if you're looking for a bold dog, we do know they are part of one of the four um, district, brew yards. district brew yards breweries. So you can check it out on tap there. I don't know if they have Vinny going on, but you can also get their stuff there. Check it out. Support the local businesses. Please do. But until then, I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans. Must booze. We did that in the right order this time. Yeah, I know. Totally threw them for a loop. Yeah. They don't know what's what. (laughs) And now the episode's over. Or is it? Bum, bum, bum.
it is. Oh my so god, Tony Stark? 